Today we're going to talk about this. God wants you to suffer. What? <laughs> uh, hopefully that tagline gets uh, some people's attention. But um, if you've been following along, we were talking about the abundant life on Monday. So we're going to continue the thought with this. Does God want us to suffer? And by suffer, we know what we're all talking about. We're, we're talking about being broke. We're talking about suffering, having situations come in our life that inflict a lot of pain on us, right? And we're talking about those trials and those difficulties and everything that comes our way. Does God want us broke, suffering, and in pain? Now, there's nothing new about this belief system. It's been around for thousands of years that God wants you to be a hermit somewhere and go up onto the mountaintop and forget about your relationships, forget about your business, forget about everything and just be a one-dimensional person, just focus solely on your spirituality, and that's it. And many people have bought into that lie over the, over the centuries, but it's nothing new. But it's still propagated today, and this lie and this belief system brings us a lot of suffering. And so my only goal today is to show you, not by my opinion, because my opinion is worth a hill of beans, but to show you just by the word and common sense how this belief system doesn't hold water. First off, we have to understand that everything in our, in our life happens according to what we believe. Now, Jesus said this. I'm not making this up, but he said, according to your faith, according to your belief, so be it unto you. And so we have a lot of detrimental beliefs that are going on, even inside the people of God that are bringing suffering. They're bringing detrimental results into their lives, and it's because of the limiting beliefs or the belief that they have. So what kind of results could you expect from the idea of saying, God wants you to suffer, he wants you to be broke, he wants you to be in pain, he wants your body to fall apart, or he wants you to have all these detrimental relationships, he wants your business to fail, and blah, blah, blah. What kind of results can you expect from that? If God wants it, so shall it be. Amen, hallelujah, right? And so we get the results of the belief systems that we have, and we think that we don't have them, right? But deep down inside, there's a little core and there's a little seed inside of there. And we're wondering why our life is in chaos and not lining up, not understanding that we have these simple detrimental beliefs that are bringing us a lot of suffering and a lot of pain. So like I said, my goal and intention is to smash those today so you can experience some relief. First, of all, if you've watched on Monday, we're talking about the abundant life, and that is the thief. We we know who the thief is, right? Comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But Jesus, in 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 very contrast, says that I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. So when we think about the things that are, are, are bringing us pain or destroying lives, addictions and, and suffering and all these things that are, that are taking place, that those do not originate from the mind and the heart of God. And that Jesus said, I've come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. What, did it, what kind of life is that? A life that overcomes and triumphs over these situations. Now, what this means, it does not mean that we are not going to face suffering, right? 
We're going to face the same trials as the whole world. The whole world is going to go through some form of difficulty at one time or another. Now, the difference with us is that we triumph through them and become better and better where the people that go through them and they suffer, right? They go on Prozac and all these other drugs to just to begin to cope with the suffering that they're going through, or they turn to alcoholism and addictions and all these things. But there's something different in the people of God that go through suffering because they have life and they have life more abundantly. Something on the inside that though I'm going through all this difficulty, I still have the life on the inside. You know what's crazy about this word life is that it's not um, the psyche life because that's a totally different word. It's not the biological life. Um, because that's a totally different word. This one is translated Zoe, and it's the life that originated with God himself. This is the same life that is used to, of Jesus that says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. That is the life that originated from God. And so what this translation is, is the God quality of life. The same life that is bestowed by the giver. Now, I could stop right there and we could just smash that belief system just by itself that God wants you broke, suffering, and pain just by the mere fact that Jesus said, I have come that you might have life, the God quality of life on the inside of you, ruling and reigning over the temptations and the struggles of life, that kind of life. I don't know about you, but I love that kind of life. I don't want the other kind of life that goes through the pain and begins to sedate and begins to wither away and become nothing. Hmm. And I've been there uh, more times than I like to admit. Second thing, this is the second thing that we are destroying that belief system that God wants you broke, suffering, and in pain is the apostolic desire. And I'll explain that uh, right now. John 3, it's in the first couple of verses there. Third John, not the regular John. Third John, verse 1, 2, 3, right in there. He said, brother, I wish above all things that you would prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. So here's the crazy thing. If this idea of God wants you suffering, broken, in pain, and the, the apostle or the church planner comes to his people and says, you know what? I really want you to prosper and be in health, uh, even as your soul prospers. He'd be totally out of the will of God. Now, he couldn't say anything like that because that wouldn't be according to the wishes of God. But we know it's the contrary, that he was connected to God and he he knew, was in, in touch with God's desires, that he could say that with confidence, I wish, I desire, I pray above all things that you would prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. So what are we talking about here? Uh, prosper breaks down to this. And the first thing he's talking about is business. Prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. So he lists three areas of your life. And the first one is business and financial. And it breaks it down into four different definitions. And, it, and the first one is this, succeed in reaching. That is you are reaching to obtain something, whether it's a business goal, whether it's a financial goal, or whatever it is that's related to finances. And he's saying that you would succeed in reaching. I wish above all things that you would succeed in reaching that. And remember, 
He's in touch with what God wants for you. Successful in business is number two. Number three, this was enjoy vigorous growth. I don't know about you. I need some of that. I need to, I need to enjoy some vigorous growth. And the last one is thriving, expanding, and advancing. Now, these are all opposed the idea that God wants you to be suffering and in pain and be broken and to go without. I want you to think about the opposite for a second. So the uh, the apostle John, he didn't come to his people and say, you know what? Hmm. I don't want you to succeed in reaching your business goals. You know, I wish above all things that you would be totally unsuccessful in business. And uh, by the way, I just, you know, it's my prayer and my heart's desire for you to uh, experience rapid uh, disintegration, not growth. No, I want you to shrink above all things. I just want you to shrink and become totally unsuccessful. And then most of all, you know, I don't want you thriving, expanding, advancing. No, I want you running away. I want you shrinking. I want you to deteriorate. You see, it just doesn't make sense. And if that doesn't make sense, he said, I want you to prosper. That's in business. And then he talks about the health and says, I wish above all things that you would prosper and be in health. And that is a sound body, wholeness, and wellness. Think about the opposite of that for a moment. The opposite of that is an unsound body, unhealthy, and just an overall unwell. And so if that doesn't give you, doesn't break it for you, I have a couple others for you. But before we get there, he said that he wants you to prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. What does that mean? That means according to in as much and as the same amount. Sometimes we miss this because the spirituality, the inner convictions, the the purpose and the passion and all of those things, they have to come first. You could tell somebody who's who's really got the spiritual life down because it it permeates all areas of their life. You cannot have a rocking spiritual life and be dishonest in business and begin to be crooked and take advantage of people and and don't follow up and provide your services, right? You can't have an awesome spiritual life and go home and slap your wife and beat your kids, right? You can't have an awesome spiritual life and then consume all this junk, all these opiates. That's what they are, you know. We got a lot of people that are, that that love these pills, but I'm telling you, most all of them trace back to opiates, which is in its street form, heroin, morphine. And so we're putting these things in our body, right? And expecting to have positive results in our life. So, it starts with your spiritual life as your soul prospers, and then it permeates to all the other areas of your life. And the third thing that totally destroys the idea that God God wants you broke, suffering, and pain is common sense. Is common sense. And I'll tell you exactly what I mean by that. Um, Jesus said, if you being evil know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your father in heaven, right? And so common sense as a father, and I'm talking about a normal father who's not uh, abusing 
their children or in uh, uh, causing trauma. And the same thing with the mother who is nurturing and cares for her children. To think of the idea of this, that my daughter moves out, she turns 18, and she decides to go to college. And I say, sweetie, I wish above all things that you'd be broke. I wish above all things that you would suffer very greatly. And I wish above all things that you would experience a lot of pain. And when you go to business, I don't want you to be successful in reaching. No. I just want you to settle for what you get. My daughter, I don't want you to enjoy rigorous growth and expansion of your passion and your purpose in this world. No. I just want you to mediocre get by in life. And don't think about passion. Don't think about purpose. Just get that nine-to-five job that you hate. Just go clock in and clock out. Come home, sedate with some alcohol, and do it all over again. That's what I want for you, my daughter. And then when we think about my daughter's health, you know, we send her off to college. Here's the future. Here's the world. And say, you know what? I wish above all things that you would have a very unhealthy body, that you would eat crap all day long, and that you would get cancer. And so common sense says that even as a father, as a mother, we would never wish anything like that upon our children. Yet, we put it at God. God wants us to be broke, suffering, and in pain all the time. So, with those three legs, we have smashed the idea that God wants you to be broke, suffering, and in pain. And so today is a paradigm shift. It's new thoughts and new ideas. If you somewhere in your life have thought this, and you have believed one of these detrimental beliefs in your life, whether it be financial or in your body or in your soul or in your relationships, if you have believed one of those detrimental beliefs and you're experiencing the nasty fruit of it, such as suffering, pain, you can come out of that today. Because I could tell you that this is not the will of God for your life. He has come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. So what does this do? This gives us the freedom to look at the four areas of our life. And if you're not familiar with what I'm talking about, I'm talking about family, fitness, faith, and finances. And say, God, empower me. Empower me by your spirit to do the best in those areas of my life. And when I put forth the effort to achieve in those four areas of my life, I can stand content and I can be happy with my results. But we can't be happy with the results if we're not putting in the work, right? And so contentment only comes by looking at those four areas of your life and doing your part to achieve success and prosper in those areas. And when we fail to, it brings dissatisfaction and discontent. So, I hope you enjoyed this episode today and let's smash those negative beliefs and let's send them on packing because they're bringing you a lot of pain and a lot of suffering. I'll see you soon. Peace.